spiritual slang like God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Or won't he do it? Because <laughs> you know he really will. Hey. to spiritual slang. I'm the host Chanel. This is my podcast. Hey y'all. I almost forgot that we were recording and I almost like snapped and that wouldn't have sounded that good on the audio. Um, But welcome to spiritual slang. If this is your first time listening, um, it's my podcast, obviously. And I basically created it to help those who look like me, not on the outside, but on the inside. So those that have gone through similar things that I've gone through or are currently going through similar things that I've gone through or just, you know, are trying to figure out this life thing and do it through the lens of faith, you know, through the lens of allowing God to really lead you. And my prayer and hope is that it would be a light to you in your life, um, as well as that it would be an example that there is a light at the end of every dark tunnel, because I say it all the time, this podcast is a light at the end of so many dark tunnels for me, um, and I wouldn't be able to continue to do it if it wasn't for God, to be honest, because life has its ebbs and flows and there are darker moments than others, um, but to be able to speak about it and, and tell my testimony and help those that feel similar to the way I do, it's just a blessing. So welcome if this is your first time here and welcome back to those who have listened. Let's get into it. For this episode, we are going to be talking about starting something new. Just pushing through and starting what you've been called to do. Last episode, we talked about waiting and waiting for the right time to do something after God tells you that you're meant to do it, waiting for the right time to execute on it. And we just touched on so many important aspects of the wait and why it is important to wait, such as, you know, so that you can be prepared and ready and the right people can be in your life and all that good stuff. But I touch on that on the other episode. So if you haven't listened to it, definitely go check it out. Because we were talking about waiting in the last episode, for this episode, I wanted to talk about what it's like to actually start something after God gives you the go to go ahead and do it to go ahead and start executing on it and to go ahead and start releasing it. The journey of starting something and releasing it is a journey. (laughs) It is such a process and there are so many different things that you can experience and go through physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And so in this episode, I'm going to touch on a few of those things or a lot of the things, um, but also just touch on how to get through it practically. So how I got through it practically with my experience um, and what I've learned along the way as I've released spiritual slang and continue to release episodes, but also in different areas of my life where God has called me to do something new or step out and create different types of content or um, show a different side of spiritual slang and stuff like that. And so I'll just be touching on all the things that I've learned and I hope it helps you. Before we dive into how to push through and start something, I want to say, don't go into something that God didn't call you to. Let's just start off there. We're all called to do many things. I strongly believe that we're not only called to do one specific thing because purpose isn't a destination. Um, It isn't one thing like purpose is everlasting and the way God 
executes your purpose will be in a bunch of different ways and assignments and platforms and all of that stuff. So we're definitely not called to just do one thing. But I will say not everything is for us. And that's really important to remember and identify because you don't want to step into somewhere that God didn't call you to because he won't be there. And if God isn't in that space, then we don't have his favor. And even though we may be able to get far in whatever we're doing in that space that we're not supposed to be in, even if God's not there, because, you know, we could try to work, work, work. The foundation won't be on God. And when it's not built on God, then it can be shaken. So anytime you're trying to build something that is, isn't on God's word and isn't on his promise for your life, it can be shaken because there is no foundation. And so, yes, you can go into something that you feel like you don't actually know that God called you to and you just do it because you want to. And you might even succeed to a certain extent, but sooner or later it may come down because it can be shaken because God will shake anything that can be shaken. Not only can it be shaken, but it'll also be that much harder to do it. And one of the biggest things that I think is like super important in this point is the fact that because you're going to go through different obstacles when trying to build something and put something new out, there's going to be different mountains you face, right? And you'll face mountains whether you're doing it God's way or not. But the difference is, is that if you go into a space that God didn't call you to, then when those mountains come up, you won't have access to his power, his strength and his resources. Whereas if God did call you to that space and you do go somewhere where you know you're meant to be and God is, then you'll have access to all of those. So no matter what mountain comes, you'll be able to climb over it and get through it. So with that being said, just go where God is, go where you know you're supposed to be and start what you know is meant for you. I do know though that it is sometimes hard to know if you're meant to do something. And so when that's the case, it's that much harder to start it because we're afraid that we're going to fail or I've even like had thoughts when I was supposed to start something that what if I'm making the wrong decision? What if this isn't actually God's way? And now I'm going to be humiliated. I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm going to be ashamed that it didn't work and all of those things. And the reality is that sometimes we won't get the confirmation or definitive answer that we're meant to do something. But a good rule of thumb that I practice when I get an idea or I feel like, oh, I should maybe do this or act on this is that I let it sit for a moment. I don't rush to do it in that moment. I just let it simmer in my spirit, in my heart, in my mind. I've let things simmer for like a week if it was just like a certain content piece that I was supposed to talk about. Or I've let things simmer for months and weeks. I've come to understand that if I just sit on it for a moment for X amount of days or weeks or months, during that time, I pay attention to whether or not it keeps popping up in my head and in my spirit. If God tells me to do something and I'm like, okay, like, let me think about that. Like, let me sit on it. Not to say that, no, I'm not going to do it, God. But it's more so like, okay, let me make sure I'm hearing that it's God and it's not the enemy or it's not just myself wanting to do it or whatever it is. And as I just let it soak in, there'll be moments where it'll continue to pop up in my head 
and then that's when I'll know that I'm meant to do it. I'm like, dang, this is this keeps popping up. I must have to start this or I must have to do this. It's also good just to sit on it because you don't want to rush something. And rushing is the enemy. Sometimes we can rush because we're super excited and want to just put it out. And other times because we're afraid that if we don't do it, someone else is going to do it or we'll miss our opportunity or like we're trying to compete with what everyone else is doing out there in the world. So we're like, let's just put it out now. So it looks like I'm actually doing something. Just a reminder related to that, though, is that whatever is ours will be ours. Trust the timing. You don't want to do something out of fear or urgency. The reason we don't want to do that is because the enemy wants us to do it in that way. And what can end up happening is we get into something we weren't yet prepared for and end up feeling like we're drowning or we do it without God's instructions. So we don't know how to navigate it when we're in it. There's been moments where I've rushed to like put something out or um, rush to record something or do something that I know God called me to do, but I just did it because I was so excited or I was like, oh, let me do this before someone else does it or let me say it before someone else says it. And when I've done that, every time after I've put it out there, I've been like, nope, that was released too soon. One, I've gotten more clarity as to what I was supposed to say later. And then Two, also, I've just gotten not like it didn't sit well with me. And anytime something doesn't sit well with you, just trust that feeling. Anything that is God will bring you peace. And so the moment I don't have peace about something, I know something was done wrong. So either I released it too early or it wasn't the right decision or I wasn't supposed to talk about it, whatever it was, whatever the reason is, if I don't have peace, I know it's not God. I know it wasn't God's way because God promises us peace. Know when you're just putting it off and when you're rushing, the feelings are different. So I'm not saying to sit on it and simmer on it so that you can procrastinate and never release it. But I am saying identify the feelings because putting it off, you know, when you're procrastinating and putting it off because you're fearful or you're scared or you're nervous or whatever it is. And you know, when you're rushing and have that feeling of I have to do it, I have to do it, I have to do it. Like they're two completely different feelings. And so I would just say, identify those feelings and know when one is the other and act accordingly. So if you have an idea to start something, whether that be a piece of art or a business or whatever it is, it could be a podcast, a book, anything, anything that you really feel that you're called to do, sit on it for a moment, let it simmer in your spirit and allow the strategy to come to you. Strategy is a key word too, because I've noticed that when God has given me an idea and I've sat on it and let it simmer in my spirit, the strategy came in that moment that I was sitting on it. Because when he gave me the idea, the strategy wasn't there with it. He just said, you're going to do this, but he didn't tell me how. Then when I've sat on it, the strategy then came and showed me how I was going to do it different than the way other people have done it. And there's like smaller things and bigger things that God will have you do, but either way, They all have a strategy. They all have a purpose to it. And you need to know what that strategy and purpose is so that it can be executed in the way that God is looking for it to be executed. And if you just rush it and put it out there, you may miss the mark. Then when you have the confirmation and just that gut feeling that, yes, I'm meant to do this. And don't be surprised, like, if, you know, you have a little bit of a doubts come up or, 
you're kind of like teeter-tottering and you're like kind of nervous and scared, trust those feelings of doubt, nerves, and, and fear. Well, I, went, I don't know if I should say trust fear, but just know that like that means you're going in the right direction because God would not call you to do something that it was so easy to you that it took like no work. It's going to require you to really trust him and have faith and believe in yourself whatever he's calling you to do and so there's going to be feelings like that but there there's always a gut instinct that you know you're called to do something or you know you're meant to put something out into the world and post about it whether it be a scripture a story about yourself a testimony a podcast a book as I've said it can be anything like you always have a gut instinct where it's like okay yes I am meant to do this after I've sat on it for however long it's always subjective to whatever it is once you know that you're meant to do it all I can say is do it I didn't want to say just do it because that's like Nike's thing but it kind of is relevant to this like just do it just put it out there it's going to look big and scary as I said God's not going to give you this huge idea or this this idea that's not going to cost you something and so it's going to look big and scary and look really hard but these are moments where we have to have to have to give God the hard yes the image I get of giving God our hard yes is like when you know when you're like really scared to have a deep conversation or to tell something tell someone something something those moments where you just are so reluctant and kind of scared I don't know why this is the image I'm giving (laughs) getting of like giving God the hard yes but that's what I see like it's almost like a yes but sometimes your yes doesn't sound as loud there might be ideas where God gives you and you're like yes I'm so excited like yes and then there's going to be other times where the the yeses are a little bit harder they're like a yes yes like a almost like you're whispering yes but your heart is still like, yes, you know? And so give God the hard yeses. And trust me, I know what it feels like to be scared to put something out into the world. Because when I had to put this podcast out and when I have to talk about certain things, even as I continue to put episodes out or like post about things, like I am scared out of my mind sometimes. And sometimes like the thoughts are so irrational too because I'm scared of like what people will think of me or like what people that in my past life would think of me. And it's like, who cares? Maybe they're not even thinking anything. We're not even going to see it. Like who cares? The point of saying all that was that I know it's going to look scary and I know it's going to, you know, seem crazy sometimes, but I just have to say like the good thing is, and the light in that is that we're not alone in it. We have God with us. So no matter what, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. No matter what it looks like, it's going to be good. The last thing I'll say about the moment you realize that, yeah, it's go time and it's a yes and you're meant to put it out and start it and release it is that you'll have to actively put the thoughts, the insecurities, fears, and perfectionism away and just put it out there into the world. And I say actively because it's visually going to look like you grabbing those doubts and fears and insecurities that are going to pop up the moment you say yes. Disclaimer, like there'll be thoughts that you never thought 
you had or doubts that you never thought you had about yourself or insecurities you never thought you had about yourself that will pop up the moment you give God your yes. And that's just because the enemy doesn't want you to put it out there into the world. Also, when you're doing the right thing and you're really stepping out and, you know, navigating your life the way God is telling you to navigate it, there's going to be resistance that pops up. Those are going to be expected. And so you just have to actively push through them and captivate them and throw them out and put it out into the world because the world needs it. Now that we talked about when it's a yes and how to accept that it's a yes, knowing when it's for you and not going where God isn't, I want to talk about the process of starting that thing you're called to do and releasing it and how it looks practically. These are things that I've written down according to what has really helped me when I had to release something new and continues to help me as, you know, God calls me to do other things. First and foremost, believe that you can do it and that you're good enough to do it. I might have said that on another episode or something, but it's a constant reminder that you have to remind yourself of. It seems so simple, but the thoughts that come up when you finally agree in your heart to do what you're called to do will have your younger, like more insecure, more afraid self telling you that you can't do it. Or you'll start to view yourself more so in that younger, more insecure self and feel like you can't do it because you still view yourself as that little girl. And so for me, when I was getting ready to release something new or this podcast and continuously, sometimes I'll see the old Chanel that was super shy, that never spoke, that felt like what she said didn't matter or um, just wasn't secure in any of the words she would say. I I would see that girl pop up and then I would start to get scared and be like, I don't know if I can actually do this because I would view myself as her still. But the reality is that I'm not that person anymore. And so believe that you can do it and believe that you're good enough to do it. No matter where you've been, no matter what you've done in this life, it doesn't matter. Like if God calls you to do it, you can do it. There's a reason why he's calling you to do it. I also want to say like one of the things that I've learned in this and God has kind of shown me recently through a scripture I was reading is that I don't even know if it was related to the scripture, but sometimes I'll read something and I'll just get revelation in general. But recently I had this revelation that was like, God has called you to do something and he's not going to go back on calling you to do it. He knew what he was doing when he chose you. And so he sees something in you and he knows you can do it even when you think you can't do it. I think we forget that there is so much more in us that we can't see. So much more strength, so much more strategy, so much more creativity that we can't even see that God knows is in us. But we haven't even tapped into it yet because we may not be in that season of our life or we may not have gotten there or whatever it is. And so I just say that to say believe that if God told you to do it and you have this gut instinct that you're meant to do something or put something out or start something new, believe that you can do it 
and trust that feeling that you have. Next, I'm going to say write it down and make it plain. Write your vision for the thing that you're meant to do down so that it feels more real. I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll get these ideas in my head of like things that I feel like I'm supposed to do. And then there's been moments where I never came out with them because it seemed like so far or too surreal. And then there's been other moments where I've gotten ideas and I've actually taken the time to write them down and it makes it feel like I can do it or it makes it feel like, oh, it's actually real and it's actually something that I'm planning to do. When we keep things on our head, it's almost like it's almost like hmm, it'll just like stay floating in our head. But the moment we write it down, I don't know about you, but it just feels like one step closer to doing it because it feels like I'm planning and I'm being intentional about it. And so write the vision down so that it is made plain, so that it is clear what you're called to do and so that you get all your thoughts about it out on paper. Sometimes God will give us an idea at like the high level version of it. And the moment we start writing it down, so many more things related to it will come out of it. So like so much more strategy and vision and things attached to it will come out as you start writing it. And I think that happens because we're being intentional about the vision that God has given us. And so now we're being active about writing it down. And so he knows that we feel a bit more serious about it. And we know that we're more serious about it. And so things start to flow better. Something else that really helps me in the process of putting out something new or starting something new is telling people about it. Before we go further into that, I will say there is a time and a place to tell people. I don't think you need to shout it to everyone. And I don't think the idea is meant for everyone because sometimes people can't handle it and they won't understand it. And you don't want anybody to deter you from putting out what you know you're called to put out. So be very careful about who you tell. But when you feel like it is time to tell someone, tell it to a couple of your close friends or family members or whoever you feel like is meant to hear it. Tell them. And this is so important because one, now that you've told someone about it, it makes it feel that much more real and possible to yourself. So going back to the writing it down, it makes it feel more real. This is just another step in making it feel more real. And I think when you feel like it's possible and it's more real, it gives you that much more momentum to keep pushing through and keep doing it. And another reason why I think it's important to tell the closest around you is because it keeps you accountable. When you actually tell someone, now someone else knows what you're talking about you're going to do. And so it doesn't allow you to talk yourself out of it and it doesn't allow you to give up because you have someone keeping you accountable and you have someone essentially depending on you to come out with it. When I told my friends about spiritual slang, they would consistently ask me how it was going or like what was the latest on it or when it was going to launch or whatever, not in an annoying way whatsoever, but just in a way where one, they cared and they were excited about it and they knew that God was calling me to do it. And so they were just keeping me accountable. And it just helped me to keep working on it and not give up. So when you feel like it's time, feel free to tell the closest around you. And you may need to like think about who that's going to be because again, you want to be careful about who you tell 
who you tell what you're called to do because you don't want anyone talking you out of it or not understanding it. And if someone doesn't understand it, it's so easy for us to second guess whether or not we're even called to do it. But do tell someone so that it keeps you accountable. You also want to be extremely intentional in this time of starting something, working on it, and getting ready to release it. This thing that you're going to put out into the world is going to cost you. It's going to cost you your time. It's going to cost you discipline and obedience. So intentionality becomes extremely important. Being intentional about the things you're consuming, so your shows, movies, music, social media, anything can make you feel like what you're putting out isn't good enough. So one of the things that I always, always, always advise and do myself anytime I'm getting ready to put something big out is I shut off social media. I won't even say just when I'm getting ready to put something big out because it can also be an episode. I guess all episodes are big, but it could also just be an episode that I'm getting ready to put out. Like if it requires a different level of my focus and attention, then I shut off social media. The reason why this is so important is because social media, one is like the place to compare. I talked about comparison a little bit on my last episode, but you'll get to comparing your own thing that you're working on on social media. And so if I'm getting ready to put out a podcast and I see other people's podcasts and I feel like, well, they seem like they have nicer equipment than me or they have a nicer aesthetic or whatever it is, then it'll start to deter me from actually wanting to put my podcast out that I know I'm called to do. And so you'll start comparing and then also social media is a place to procrastinate. One minute you just go on there because you're like, let me just check social media and the next minute you've been scrolling for like an hour. And in this time where you're getting ready to put something out and you're working on it, it's so important to not procrastinate or allow things like social media to take up so much of your mind and time because what you're working on requires your time and it requires your attention. Maybe it's not just social media either. Maybe you have to put your phone down for the day just so that you can start or work on that thing. There's so many things we can do on their phone. We could take a phone call that we don't need to be taking in that time. We can start texting friends, whatever it is. And so sometimes I have to put my phone away or put it down for X amount of time just so that I can work on it. So these are just great points so that you're focused with the vision in hand and nothing else is fighting for your attention. And this leads me to the next thing I want to talk about, which is be aware of your distractions and things trying to take your attention when you're working on that thing you're called to do. This is big. The distractions are going to come full throttle the moment you start working on something you're called to do and the moment you're about to release it. And even in between, because it's, it's there the whole time. Distractions will come left and right. And by definition, distraction is a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. In order to be aware of your distractions, you definitely have to know your distractions. They come in all shapes and forms. So people, new and wrong opportunities, food, perfectionism, anything. One of my distractions that I'm fully aware of, transparent moment, is people. So the moment I feel like I'm starting to 
not starting to, or I'm about to release something or start on something new that God has called me to do that requires my focus and attention, someone new pops up in my life. And by new, I mean men. (laughs) And every time I'm just like, the enemy's ways are not new. First and foremost, he will pull the same tricks he has pulled all the time. And so I've gotten to the point where if that happens, I'm like, wow, right on time. Because I know it's trying to take my focus and attention away from what God told me to focus on in this moment. So if you are also someone that gets distracted by people, I wouldn't be surprised if someone popped up in the middle of working on your calling and all of a sudden you can't focus on that thing anymore. Pay attention to those things. Distractions, though, as I said, are subjective to the people. So sometimes it can come in the form of food. If you know you're someone that likes to eat when you want to procrastinate, then that can be a distraction. Because now you're too focused on what you're trying to consume in terms of food instead of focused on, you know, like whatever you're supposed to be working on in that moment. I think one important thing, whatever your distraction is, they're going to come because the enemy doesn't want you to put that thing out. But if you're aware of how you become distracted, you'll know how to combat it when it comes up. So you'll know that you'll have to work that much harder to keep your focus on what you're supposed to be working on so that you can release it just so that whatever the distraction that's being thrown at you doesn't take you away from what you're doing. I think a good practice to do also when you feel like it's hard for you to focus on something or for your attention to be on working on the thing that God is calling you to do because it is hard sometimes just to be focused and everything is fighting for your attention, social media, people, food, things you have to do throughout the day. Like sometimes we're like, oh, I'll just work on it later because I have to get this, this and that done. I need to wash my car and I need to clean my apartment. I'm just talking about myself. (laughs) And so then I end up pushing the time I'm supposed to be focused on releasing that thing that God is calling me to do. One tip for combating that is setting aside a certain amount of time to work on that thing each day or five days a week, whatever you feel is right in your spirit, but just making it a consistent thing in your life to spend 30 minutes on it a day. That way you get in the habit of working on it and that becoming a key priority in your life. Another really big lesson that I learned when it comes to starting something new, working on it and getting ready to release it that I think could help you all practically is just to be flexible. Don't be so tied to doing things one way that you don't allow God to shift and move in the midst of it. I'll break that down. So (laughs) you'll have the vision and blueprint for whatever it is you're called to do, right? So like you'll write the vision down, you'll make a plan like this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And this is like why I want to do it. Like you have this vision and blueprint for it. But the way it gets executed may not be the exact way that you saw it in your head. And that's okay. God will reveal to us what we're called to do or he'll show us the vision for something. But the way we get there may not look the way you had planned it to look. But you don't want to be so stuck in your plan 
and what you had envisioned it to be that you don't actually allow God to move. So be flexible. At the end of the day, like the main goal is still going to be the main goal, but the way you get there might not look the way you expected it to look. So just give the yes to God, show up and he'll do the rest. You'll know how to navigate it. He'll show you where to go, where not to go, how to do it, how not to do it, how it should look, how it shouldn't look, all of those things if you just show up and say yes. But be flexible in the midst of it because it could shift. A moment where I've had to be flexible, actually there's been a few different moments where I've had to be flexible. Um, There's been times where I wanted to be super consistent and put things out at a specific time, day, all of that. And God was like, you're doing too much. That's not how it's going to look. And I was like, but that's like the idea. (laughs) But I had to be flexible and allow, because this is kingdom work for me, this is God work for me. It shifts and flows differently based off of the season I'm in in my life, as well as what's going on in the world. And sometimes like I'll have an idea to put something out, but there'll be something else I need to talk to talk about before I actually do that. That's like one way where it's a consistent flexibility. But then another thing that I'll say is when I had first had the idea, well, not first, but when I had started to work on the podcast, there was this idea of how I thought it should look in terms of me recording. And so I was like, I need a space to record it. And that way it can be the best it can be. And God was like, no. Well, one, I tried to look for one and I couldn't really find one in my budget. Um, and then also God was like, no. <laughs> like you have everything you need in your space. And I was like, where? <laughs> and I started to record it. Um, I was like, I shifted in different areas of where to record. I was like, I recorded in my living room and like built out this little area in my living room to do it. And then, um, which... There actually have been a couple episodes released from there. But then I found an area in my closet to record because I just, in this space, I feel very confined in a good way where it's like, I feel like it's this area that I'm walking into that I know is anointed for me to put out episodes. And so, um, but that's not how I envisioned it. I was not thinking I was going to be in my closet recording. So I just was flexible in that and I was flexible in the way that I was going to record my videos like I do video clips now and I was not planning to do it in my apartment whatsoever because I was like uh there's no space here and I don't think that's going to look good and so I started exploring the idea of doing it in different areas but then nothing felt right so I just was like okay well let's try it in my apartment and it ended up working out and so all that just to say that It may not be exactly the way you think it's going to look or it may not look exactly the way you thought it was going to look, but it'll still have the same outcome. I record in my closet audio, but it still has the same outcome as if I was recording at any studio when it actually hits people's ears. And the same with video, like the visual of the video is the way I wanted it to be, even though it wasn't in the space that I thought it would be. So just be flexible and allow God to move as you're working on whatever that thing is. 
the next one is kind of I don't um uh, I don't know if it's like like a it's more of a lesson really. But I feel like it's so important to say because I've I've talked to different people in my life that have started working on something that they're going to put out to the world or just released it or whatever it may be. Something similar has always come up to this. The thing about putting something out into the world is that you'll never feel like you're fully prepared. At the moment where you're about to release it, it'll never be exactly how you envisioned it. It'll never feel like it's completely 100% ready or as perfect as you wanted it to be. But regardless of all those things, still put it out into the world. As I've said, I talked to multiple people about this. And right before they got ready to release something, they've always felt like there was something missing or they wanted to do it at a certain time, but they're doing it at this time. Or they wanted to do it on this day, but they shifted to this day. They wanted it to look like this, but now it looks like this. It's always been something. And I've experienced that as well in so many different aspects. The main lesson here is that don't let it stop you. The enemy wants you to think that because it doesn't feel fully prepared or it's not perfect, that you shouldn't release it at all. But the reason he wants you to think that is because he can't take what God told you to do from you because it's yours. If God called you to do something, the enemy has no authority to take it from you. But what he can do is make you think and get in your head that it's not perfect. It's not fully prepared. I shouldn't release it because it's not good enough. And if he does that, then you'll never end up putting it out. And then he's won. Because although he didn't take it from you, he took your confidence to put it out. He took your faith to put it out. And in that sense, it never got released into the world. So it's never able to help those that it's supposed to help or touch those people that it's supposed to touch or do what it's meant to do. So take it from someone who knows. (laughs) It'll never be fully the way you want it to be. But that doesn't mean you don't release it. As you release it, you can better it over time and cultivate it to be the way you want it to be and see what works and doesn't work. But in that moment, just release it. Don't let the fact that you wanted it to be released on a Monday, now it has to get released on a Thursday, stop you from actually putting it out and pushing it off to the next Monday. Because even when we think that we're pushing it off, if we just begin to push it off, we'll continue to push it off. So then when that Monday comes, now it's like, well, I don't know if I like it enough, or I don't know if the episode is good enough, or I don't know if it looks good enough. It's like we continue, we open that door to pushing it off into fear that we don't end up releasing it. And so you'll never be fully prepared. No one ever feels 100% like it's ready to be put out there, but you still have to do it. It'll still excel and grow the way it's supposed to grow, regardless of it being 100% prepared or not especially if you feel like you've done everything you can do up until that point, press the button and release it. I don't even know if it's a button. It could be, I don't know, but (laughs) let it out. Just let it out into the world and let it do its thing. The last very important lesson that I think is practical, because I think it's a reminder as you're starting something new, working on it and getting ready to release it, And this is something I constantly, constantly, constantly remind myself of and repeat it in my head is don't get in your own way. The doubts, the insecurities, the imposter syndrome, thoughts of failing, 
they're all going to come up when you really begin to take that step in life to do what you're called to do. And they're going to come up full throttle. But they're expected. Trust the resistance. If you're feeling those things, still do it because that's how God really works. His glory is shown when we're so doubtful that we can do something and yet we still do it. Because then once we do it, people are like, how did you do it? And you're like, I don't even know. God did it. Because I did not trust myself. I did not trust that I could do this. I was insecure. I was this, this, and that. I had so many doubts. But when you still put it out, that's where God's glory is shown. So don't get in your own way. Don't let allow your own thoughts, your own insecurities, your own fears, your own worries stop you from actually doing what you're meant to do. And that's a lesson for anything, really. Like, just don't get, don't stand in your own way. Move out the way so God can move and it'll all work out. The one thing I remind myself of is that, and this is kind of like what helps me in the moments where I feel like I'm getting in my own way, is that I don't want to miss out on any of the blessings that God has for me. Just because I was too afraid, just because I was getting in my own head, there's a sea of things waiting for me. And if I just go and do what God is telling me to do and I just take the step, give him the yes, if I just start it and I release it, I'll have access to all those things. Those things will come like those things will just flow in and out of my life. So don't trust the thoughts that are telling you that you can't do it. Don't trust them like they're going to come up. They're going to be there, but don't trust them. And instead, just trust God. Trust yourself. Trust your gut. I think that's I think that's actually key. I think we have to we have to learn how to trust our gut more. Trust our instincts. That gut feeling, that's the Holy Spirit. So trust it. Sometimes we don't trust ourselves enough. So we're like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put it out. I'm not going to start it. I'm not even going to begin because I know this, this and that about myself. But if you just trust that you have that gut feeling that's like, dang, I think I'm meant to do this. Trust it and do it. Push through it and trust God. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of Spiritual Slang that episode or this episode either one works um i'm so thankful for you tuning in and i hope it helped you in any way shape or form at the end of the day if you know you're called to do something just do it it's going to be hard it's not going to be easy there'll be times where you're tested there'll be times where you just want to give up but don't give up and keep pushing through it because once you actually do it it's the feeling is like no other and you're not alone as i said god is in it with you He is going before you. He is making, setting the path. He is making everything come in alignment to work for your good. He's working it out. He will do the rest. We don't have to worry. We just have to show up, do it, release it, and let him work. Um, And if you are working on something or if you do feel like you've been called to do something and you haven't actually taken the step to start it or write it down and work on it, let this be your confirmation to do it. Anywho, again, thank you for listening. I post episodes every other week, so look out for the next one. I'm excited for some good episodes, some deep episodes coming up. This one I felt like was a little lighthearted, but there's going to be some deep ones coming up, so get prepared for that. Anyway, let me get out of here because now I'm just talking. So I will end the episode how I end every episode. Whatever it is that you know that you're called to start, start it and release it. Trust God and not the lies that the enemy tries to tell you or the lies that you try to tell yourself 
and stay prayed up. Bye, y'all.